Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, it's okay. You're addicted to Dynasty, and I am too. My name is Justin Christopher, and I'm a Dynasty Freak. I love the NFL. I watch every game, every week. I love drafting, scouting, managing, and trading in all of my teams, 365 days a year. So do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. First, we got to say congrats to all of you guys who made uh, the Super Bowl. I know in my eight leagues, I made the Super Bowl in two, so I'm looking forward to that. But if I'm honest, there were two of the leagues that I was most excited about winning that I had heartbreaking losses. Both of them, I was the number one team in the league, total point scoring and best record. Had the bye week and that crazy week that we had last week with so many guys just coming up short. It happened in those two leagues. That hurt. I know it hurts you as well. But we've still got a few teams left. And even if you don't have teams left, I'm Hope that you guys would just stay involved year-round. I hope one of the things that I want to do uh, with this podcast immediately uh, after the season ends is next week just kind of chart, and these podcasts will be centered around what things you should be doing at this time of year once the off-season starts. So stick around during the off-season. And always remind yourself, like I do, even though it takes about a day to get past those bitter losses, uh, remember that we're really just doing this for fun, and it sure has made the season um, a lot of fun, right? I also also try to remind myself that it's always about relationships too and the guys that you're in the leagues with or the women that you're in leagues with just to enjoy the company and the camaraderie and the fun and the teasing and the smack talk. Uh, Those are the things you got to fall back on when you have those devastating losses like I did last week. It did make the the season a lot of fun. Uh, The relationships are more important. And then the other thing to focus on is to remember that this is Dynasty. That's the great thing about Dynasty Leagues. Uh, I think it's the Dynasty nerds say it this way. When you're, when you're losing, you're winning. Because, you know, when you're losing in Dynasty, you're, you're picking up better draft picks and stuff like that. So it does give us a chance, to, you know, to look and be excited year-round um, because we're playing Dynasty football like we should be playing. The only and the best uh, format for fantasy football. We're going to do the final stock up and stock down report uh, that just went through all my rankings and updated them, kind of year-end rankings of my players. Things could change, of course, um, over the next week or two before the season ends, but I did a pretty thorough search of all the players, and I'll tell you about some of the guys that I moved up and some of the guys that I moved down in my rankings. Hopefully I touch on some players that are on your team or touch on some players that you ought to be interested in. And the second your uh, trade deadline is lifted, and the season is over. You could start making trades for some of these guys, uh, getting rid of the ones those whose stock is falling, um, or those that are high if you want to sell high at a person. So that's what I hope comes out of this. I'll tell you some of my opinions on players uh, that are rising in my ranks and falling. We'll start with quarterbacks. Uh, we'll start with all the risers. These are the guys that are rising in my ranks. Uh, rising in my ranks uh, quarterback is Matt Ryan uh, from Atlanta. I moved him up to my quarterback number 11. Matt's just so durable. The guy just doesn't miss games. Uh, he never gets injured, and he always finds a way to rack up points no matter how bad his team is playing. Like, their team is awful this year, yet he is the number two scoring quarterback in fantasy, just behind Mahomes. A few years ago, he finished as a number one, so we know that he can do it. And For whatever reason, uh, Matt Ryan is always overlooked, but I don't think he should be. He's 33 years old, uh, but I think he's got plenty of great years ahead of him. These guys that are um, durable like him and throw from the pocket, they have many years ahead of them. He's got definitely great weapons um, in the backfield, as well as uh, Julio and, and 
Calvin Ridley, he's going to be rising as well. So he's got everything around him to stay in this top 12, you know, so I moved him up to number 11. Running backs, I have two that I had rising in my ranks. Uh, first is Christian McCaffrey from Carolina. I moved him up to my running back number four. So only Gurley, Barkley, and Zeke are ahead of him in my rankings. Uh, Carolina's just figured out how to use him, and they use him to death, right? He's going to finish the year with 100 receptions and 200 carries, 200 plus and 100 plus. It's amazing. Um, and, and the fact is, too, that he just doesn't get injured. He, he's kind of one of those shifty guys that I think, you know, watch him play. He seems to know how to take on hits and, and protect his body in a way that other guys don't know how to do it. Uh, man, he's been all that I hoped for uh, when I drafted him, I think, with a third pick a few years ago in one of my drafts. It's his second year in the league, and he's the second highest scoring running back. Isn't that amazing? So we love Christian McCaffrey. I moved him up to number four. I did note, like when I was looking at my running back rankings, so many of those top guys are the dual threat ones, the ones that are actually getting tons of catches in addition to the um, the carries. And so guys like Gurley and Barkley and Zeke and McCaffrey, uh, Kamara, they're just, they're just gems when they're getting both like that. Next guy that I have rising in my ranks is Naheem Hines from Indianapolis. I moved him up to my running back number 39. Um, I like that he's carved out a role for himself um, in, 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 in Indianapolis. Easy for me to say. Uh, he's their passings down, passing downs back, clearly. Um, and it's really on an offense that I think is on the rise, that they're just going to continue to get better because that offensive line is incredible. Um, he's already uh, he's always going to be in the game on third downs during two-minute drills and when they're trailing in games. So he's going to be in the game a lot. And he's definitely a player that I'll be trying to make trades for uh, this offseason. I moved him up to running back number 39. As for wide receivers, uh, the very top here, I have one that I moved up, Devontae Adams from Green Bay. I moved him up to wide receiver number three. Um, as of now, it could change because there's a couple guys real close to him. He's the number one scoring wide receiver on the year right now. And what I love about him is he's ridiculously consistent. Um, his lowest scoring game on the year was 12 uh, points and half PPR. Lowest scoring. So you just go look at go look at his log on whatever your website you use, and you'll see that he's consistently between like 15 and 25 points week in and week out. So I felt like I had to move him ahead. I had him jump actually, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Michael Thomas. Another thing I like about him is he doesn't have near the competition for touches like those guys are going to start to have with with OBJ having all the competition with Barkley and Michael Thomas having all the competition with Kamara, where I think Adams is really the only show in town in Green Bay. And so I moved him up to wide receiver number three. I'm glad I got him in one league, at least, where I'm playing in the Super Bowl this week. Uh, next, uh, moving up the ranks, is Dante Pettis from San Francisco. I moved him all the way up to wide receiver number 26. Uh, he's quickly become the top wide receiver in San Francisco, and I've been moving him up my ranks every single week. I think that I've talked about him several times, but that's because I've just every week steadily been moving him up, moving him up, moving him up. And now he's almost a top 24 guy for me. Um, he's the number one guy that I'm going to try to trade for this offseason. Goodwin and Garcon can't stay healthy, and Garcon's likely not to be on the team next year. Uh, Pettis will have a better quarterback throwing to him uh, next year once Garoppolo comes back. Uh, all signs are pointing up on Pettis, and I uh, love this guy. I don't have him except in one league, and man, I sure hope that I can get him and some others uh, during the offseason. Third, uh, receiver that I have moving up the ranks is Antonio Callaway from Cleveland. I moved him up to my wide receiver number 37. Um, he's clearly now the number two wide receiver in Cleveland. He had 73% of the snaps each of the last three weeks uh, combined. Only Landry has more at 83%. So, so really it's just Landry and him. They're, they're dominating the snaps now. 
and he's the deep threat in, in Cleveland, and we know that Baker loves to throw the deep ball. So if you picked him up late in your rookie drafts, uh, you got a steal. I know a lot of people in the rookie drafts were afraid of him, given the character and some of the, the off-field issues that he had out of Florida. But he's the second most targeted player for me in trades this offseason. He's a guy that I'm going to be going after uh, aggressively. As for tight ends, uh, moving up my ranks, I just have two. They're not moving way up, but these are the guys that I thought I would mention. Uh, one is Mark Andrews from Baltimore. I moved him up to my tight end 20. The depth chart and snap counts are still very cluttered and frustrating, um, but it's clear that he's become the best pass-catching tight end in Baltimore, especially since Jackson's taken over at QB. I expect that that will continue next year. Um, he's not the thickest guy, so I don't think he's going to be an every-down um, runner-pass type of tight end, but he's a super athletic and fast tight end. I know as a Texas fan, watching him at uh, University of Oklahoma uh, tear up my Longhorns uh, many times, I know the athleticism that he has and great pass-catching tight end, and so I moved him up uh, to the tight end number 20. Also moving up, I had Blake Jarwin from Dallas. I moved him up to my tight end number 37. Uh, Jarwin's finally getting the highest percentage of snaps in Dallas. Uh, he received seven targets each of the last two games. Um, if you remember, the preseason reports out of Dallas were, was that he was going to be Dallas's starting tight end. Um, I guess it just took time to get there. Uh, Dallas, actually, the thing I love about Dallas is they target their tight ends a lot. They run a lot of plays where the tight end is actually the first target. Like it's the number one, um, number one target on the different routes. And so I think if he can really earn a job here, he'd be moving up much higher than number 37. But I'm not quite confident to move him beyond that just yet. All right, now we got to the bad news. I got one at each position of stock falling. Stock falling, uh, I have Carson Wentz from Philadelphia. I moved him down to my uh, QB 12. Um, he's just not been the same this year, and he hasn't had any like, game-winning weeks for our dynasty team. So this uh, latest injury of a back, you know, that's, that's something to be concerned about. Makes me fear that he's going to be kind of an injury-prone player. Obviously, it's happened the last two seasons. You can never know when injuries are flukier when they um, say something about the player. But in his case, and definitely his style of play, he's pretty reckless. Um, make me wonder if this is just going to be kind of a, a label for him. Um, so I moved him down. Not not a ton, but I've moved him down, I think, from like number 8 to number 12. As for uh, running backs, I have one that, uh, that's taken a big drop. That's Kenyon Drake from Miami. I moved him down to running back number 35. It's not that he's a bad player. It's that he's simply not going to get the opportunity that he needs. I don't know what the deal is. Coach Gaze must just must just not like Drake because their gore goes down this last week, and then he still doesn't get the lead role where they give him to Belage, Kalen Belage, instead. Um, I think that there could be a coaching change in Miami this offseason. It kind of depends how Miami does on these last few games, if they can find a way to sneak into the playoffs or not. If there is a coaching change, I'd consider him moving him up. But if there's not, I'll likely move him down even further. There's just something about Drake that the coaching staff is, is really never going to make him be uh, their lead guy, even though I feel like he could shine if they would. Uh, wide receiver moving down is, of course, Devin Funches from Carolina. I moved him uh, down to my wide receiver number 72, so pretty huge fall for him. It just seems really clear that uh, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel have become the top receivers in Carolina, uh, let alone all the touches that McCaffrey's going to get. If you've not traded him away by now, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think you'll be able to anymore. Um, his best years are definitely behind him for sure. Um, I should know this. I apologize for not knowing it, but I'm pretty sure that he's a free agent this year. So there is the possibility that he might sign on with another team. Or even if he's not a free agent, Carolina may very well just drop him, uh, given the young receivers that they have there now. So uh, if he gets picked up in the right situation, maybe he could, he could rise up the boards. But I felt like he was only 
good in various short streaks of time his whole career. So I don't think that, uh, I think his best days are behind him. And then finally, speaking of best days behind him, tight end that I have following in the ranks is Rob Gronkowski from New England. I moved him down to my tight end number 15. Um, it's sad to do this, but I must, you know. Uh, this could very well be his last year, but even if he comes back next year, I wouldn't be interested in owning him at all. It's sad to see a stud like this uh, uh, go down with such a bad year, but sometimes guys just fall off a cliff, and that's just how it rolls. And so I don't think you can have any confidence in him, particularly for us who play the best format in Dynasty fantasy football. Well, that's it for the stock report for this week. I appreciate you giving a listen. Uh, Feel free to make it a two-way conversation anytime by contacting me at DynastyFreaks.com. Until next time, go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin.